0: And we welcome you back in, and hopefully this time, hopefully this time, we will be safe. <laughs> hopefully this time, this stupid charter stream won't continually screw up. We hope. But anyway, any rate, the last thing we heard was from Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House. He doesn't want to, if he can help it, go through impeachment again. But then again, the liberals being who they are, what they are, it wouldn't surprise anybody if that indeed happens again and we have to go through it. Or at least it wouldn't have surprised me at this point. But we thank Mike Johnson for his patience. Now, the arrogant, pompous ass who's involved in everything, and that's Obama, now is running around talking about the Middle East. And with the Hamas raid on Israel and the barbaric nature of the crimes they committed, somehow Obama finds blame with you and me, with everybody. It's not Hamas. Everybody's to blame. Is you can't
1: speak the truth. You can pretend to speak the truth. You can speak one side of the truth. And in some cases, you can try to maintain your moral innocence. But that won't solve the problem. And so if you want to solve the problem, then you have to take in the whole truth. And you then have to admit nobody's hands are clean. That all of us are complicit to some degree.
0: Actually, that's not what we have to believe. And we don't believe it because we're not stupid. But more importantly, did you listen to his BS before he said, everybody's to blame? What was he saying? I don't have any clue what he was talking about. None whatsoever. I have no idea. (laughs) I mean... That's embarrassing. What was that man talking about? Does anybody else know? Because I really don't. But no one else's hands are dirty in this, only Hamas and the people that support them. So that would be you, Obama, because we know you support them. That would be anybody, any of these college campuses, any of these other countries, any of these sitting Congress people. My my biggest shock through all of this is how many people in Congress are anti Semitic? How many Jew haters we have in the United States Senate or Congress? Chuck Schumer's a Jew and he's a Jew hater. He won't condemn it. Every university president where this is happening, many Ivy League schools, these liberal freak presidents, they they won't condemn it. And if they do, it's barely, uh, you know, I wish they'd stop. Well, that's not working for them. And it's especially not working at Harvard, where Bill Ackman, who's a very wealthy man, a hedge fund billionaire, he's been very vocal in his disgust of what's happening on campuses, particularly at Harvard. 31 Harvard student groups, not students, but student groups, signed the letter blaming Israel as entirely responsible for Hamas's barbaric slaughter of innocent people, all of them Israelis. Now the public reaction to that letter has been almost universally disgusting. The billionaire Bill Ackman called on Harvard to release all of the names of the students that are members of these 31 anti-Semitic campus groups. He wants to make sure that none of them are never hired by any Wall Street firms. President Claudine Gay was forced to release a statement which condemned Hamas, but she only did that after she was pressured by the powerful voices in business like Ackman. On Saturday, Ackman shared a letter that he wrote, and he wrote it to Gay herself after he held a town hall at Harvard that exposed the situation is dire and getting worse, much worse than he had realized. He said, never did I think I would have to write a letter to the president of my alma mater about the impact of her actions and inactions on the health and safety of its student body in order to help catalyze necessary change. He says, I've been comparing our concerns about the growing number of anti-Semitic incidents on campus as we wait for you and the university to act. Four weeks after the barbaric terrorist acts, I have lost confidence that you and the university will do what's required. This is coming from a big hitter. Jewish students are being bullied, physically intimidated, spat on, and in several wildly disseminated videos of one such incident, physically assaulted. When you explained in your October 12 video address that Harvard embraces a commitment to free expression, you sent a clear message that the eliminationist and anti-Semitic statements of the protesters are permissible on campus. putting aside the legal limitations on free speech that include restrictions on fighting words and true threats. If Harvard indeed had a strong track record of protecting free speech, many would have taken your support for free speech more seriously. Unfortunately, Harvard has not embraced a serious commitment to free speech, particularly so in recent years. And he went on and on and on. just destroying Harvard's president. My guess, her tenure is short-lived. Because when people with money like he has come after you, you're usually in trouble and you're usually finished because he has a lot of influence. Chris Farrell is someone who investigates things for Judicial Review, and he believes because we were speaking about Obama, that something is amiss in the drowning death of that chef that Obama was supposedly so close to.
2: Many moons ago, George Stephanopoulos talked about telling the truth slowly, uh, which is a way to avoid <laughs> avoid the, uh, the, the cover-up scandal. They're lying, right? So why are they lying? Who are they protecting? Who are they trying to... How are they trying to shape the narrative? Because something bad, something negative has occurred... Above and beyond, really, the tragic death of this guy.
0: Above and beyond. He's right. Something's up there. You know, from what I've now been uh, been told through reports, he drowned in six to eight feet of water. They said, well, he, could, he couldn't swim well, but then a video surfaced of him swimming, taking lessons and swimming like a champion. It looked like Mark Spitz, a black Mark Spitz. Well, my questions at the time, and my questions continue because they've never been answered. What was this chef doing there? He had left his family behind back in, I think, Maryland or someplace wherever he lived. He was up there by Martha's Vineyard on a paddleboard in the little bay area there. What they're saying was six to eight feet of water, and he somehow drowned. How? Who drowns in six to eight feet of water? Unless you have a heart attack or unless you've hit your head and you fall into the water. Nobody I know. If you can't swim at all, you wouldn't be in that water. So clearly his swimming lessons pay dividends. Will we ever get to the bottom of that? That needs a Russia, Russia, Russia investigation into the Obamas, but we'll never get one. That Congresswoman Jayapal, of course, is is as anti-Semitic as anyone I've ever seen. She's calling for a ceasefire. Of all people, Bernie Sanders, what I love is when these Democrats turn on each other. So Bernie Sanders, who is Jewish, went after Jayapal, and then she backs down.
3: Well, I don't know how you can have a ceasefire, permanent ceasefire, with an organization like Hamas which is dedicated to turmoil and chaos and destroying the state of Israel.
4: When I say ceasefire, I understand that you can't ever have a permanent ceasefire. That is, that's not really, um, you know, that's not really realistic. But what you do is you call for a ceasefire. It is a negotiated settlement. <laughs> you,
0: you can't have a ceasefire permanently, but you call for a ceasefire. There is no reason for a ceasefire. I think everybody knows that. And good for you, Israel and Benjamin Netanyahu. They refuse. This is making, by the way, Biden look even weaker. Everyone knows he went over there to call for a ceasefire, to ask for a ceasefire. He's done so publicly. Netanyahu said, go pound salt. We're not doing it. They are our ally, yet we are in the superior position of the two in the relationship. And the subordinate is telling the parent, go F off. If Biden didn't already look weak internationally, he was just cut off at the knees. And Mike Pompeo is pointing out, Christopher Ray's comments, that we are less safe than we were under Donald Trump will resonate. I think you can see from Director Ray's response. He knows what we can all plainly see with our eyes, uh, that we are less safe today. America is less secure. Uh, America's traveling abroad are now being asked to come home from multiple countries. Uh, we have millions of people who have infiltrated across our southern border. Uh, goodness gracious, they've now been here for a couple of years. That's about the same length of time that Hamas took to plan what they did on October 7th. Risk is definitely heightened. It's a direct result of the third administration of Barack Obama, a, a weak idea of America in the world. And when you evince that weakness, uh, it is entirely the you, – you get entirely what we've seen. You get the bad guys being uh, – it's provocative to the bad guys, and you see the bad guys begin to move in ways that threaten each and every American here in the homeland. There isn't any question about that. And then you've got that Krupp Zelensky, that thug over in Ukraine inviting trump to ukraine because donald trump has said he could settle this war in 24 hours if he were president he'd meet with putin meet with Zelensky, maybe all three of them get together and he would have it solved and resolved and he's stayed with that well Zelensky says that's impossible and he needs only 24 minutes to convince trump otherwise
5: former president trump said that about 24 hours that he can manage it and finish the war for me Uh, What can I say? So, he's very welcome, first of all. President Biden was here and he, I think he understood some details which you can understand only being here. So, I invite President Trump if he can come here I will need 24 minutes. Yes, 24 minutes not more. Yes, not more. 24 minutes to explain President Trump that he can't manage this war. He can't bring peace because of the Putin. If, but always we have if, if he is not trying, and if he is not ready to give our territory for uh, for this terrible man, for, 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 for the Putin. If you are not ready to give it, if you are not ready to give our independency, he, 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 can't, he can't manage it.
0: So, if I understood this clown right, if Donald Trump can't convince Putin to give Ukraine everything they want, there won't be peace. And Trump can't orchestrate a 24-hour peace agreement. So, Zelensky doesn't quite understand the, how the word negotiation works, does he? or settlement, both sides give something. So if you're going to be what you sound like you are, Zelensky, there will be no settlement. You're correct. But that's not how anybody else in the world works. Everyone else tries to settle. Everyone else tries to give something that they don't want to give, but they give in the interest of creating a peaceful settlement, which is what Donald Trump has in mind when he says he could solve it in 24 hours and bring you to both parties together. But since you are the one who doesn't want to come together, not Putin, we don't know about Putin, he hasn't said, but you've now gone on record, Zelensky has, unless Putin gives us everything we want, there can be no peace. Okay, well maybe you've start, started or decided to start the war then. That guy is nothing but a two-bit thug, and it's time the United States realized it and stop backing Ukraine. Before, long before, when Russia controlled Ukraine, did it really bother us? I don't recall thinking every night, gosh, what are we going to do? Russia controls Ukraine. Matt Gaetz, as I said at the top of the show, had a fiery speech down in Florida over the weekend at a Republican committee convention, whatever it was. I'm not sure what it was titled, but it was in Kissimmee, Florida. And he talked about recent events and what it took to get McCarthy out of the speaker's chair.
1: Did people actually believe we were going to take power away from a corrupted person like Kevin McCarthy and the swamp creatures would just like it? Did you expect them to pack up and move? The lobbyists who owned Kevin McCarthy we're never going to thank us on the way out the door. They weren't eager to leave their mud holes in the speaker's office, but an extermination was necessary.
0: Carpe diem, Matt Gates. He's right about that. An extermination was necessary. And when you're fighting Washington it's not easy, is it, Matt Gates?
1: Now fighting Washington hasn't won me all that many friends in Congress. Far from it. I Can't seem to keep a food tester. Three died on me last week. But Fighting Washington has won us a new conservative speaker. Fighting Washington has shown the swamp creatures that they don't win every time, and they're not going to keep getting away with breaking their promises and paying lip services to the true conservatives making sure we win elections. Fighting Washington has restored some modicum of power back to we the people. And I'm just getting started.
0: Carpe double dia Matt Gates. We said that at the time this happened. We called Matt Gates a hero on this show. I don't think very many shows did. But we called him a hero. An American hero. I didn't like that it took as long as it did, but we got the right guy. And Matt Gaetz cares more about Americans, and inflation is rampant and it's killing us.
1: I care more about the people in East Palestine, Ohio, than I care about some fake concept of Palestine in the Middle East. I care about what's going on in Maui, what's going on all across America, where liberal Democrats have let the people of our nation down. There is no excuse for not getting spending under control. The rampant spending that is behind this inflation is making life unaffordable for so many. Inflation has gotten so bad that foreign governments can no longer bribe Democrat senators with U.S. cash alone. They have to send gold bars just so that the bribes hold value.
0: (laughs) He was, of course, referring to Menendez, the uh, Democrat senator who's been charged with several counts of bribery, as has his wife, and part of that was receiving gold bars as payment, I suppose, for favors. That's the allegation. So that's what Gage is referring to. But the foreign entities can't bribe our people anymore just with American cash because inflation has eaten away at it. Give us gold bars. Come on, ante up with the gold bars. Matt Gates talked about his sin here and the chaos that he was accused of causing.
1: But my sin wasn't deficit spending the dollar away or opening the border or arresting my political opponents. I did something far worse. I demanded that Republican congressmen actually keep their word to Republican voters. I guess I define chaos a little differently. To me, chaos is no budget. Chaos is an unaccountable administrative state. Chaos is a weaponized federal agency, everything from the DOJ to the FBI to the ATF, and I would defund every last damn one of them if we don't get them back on the side of our people. Chaos, chaos is voting on, funding the whole government all at once.
0: Carpe quadruple diamet gates. Man, he's hitting it out of the park in this speech. This is one of the best speeches I've ever heard. A, he was passionate. B, he's giving you the true side of what went on in Washington because none of the Fox people would ever do it since they disagreed with him because Fox is nothing if not entrenched traditional Republican stupidity. We never stood for spending like this. This money going to Ukraine is asinine. And Gates knew he would be criticized, not only from the media, but from Republicans, of course, and Fox.
1: Sometimes you don't want to watch the extermination happen, but you know the job must be done. Florida swamp drainers often endure bites and scratches and venom. All I had to endure was a little bit of Mark Levin and Judge Jeanine. But you notice those Fox News hosts really do seem to like our new speaker, Funny how that works. I'm sure glad they like the results. Some people called me vile, crazy, an agent of chaos. And that was just the congressional Republicans. They said far worse about me than they ever did Jack Smith or Ali Mayorkas or Merrick Garland or Christopher Ray or even Joe Biden. And by the way, Joe Biden deserves impeachment and Hunter Biden deserves a damn subpoena.
0: Carpe 6,000 times dia, Matt Gates. I'm so glad he called those people out on Fox. Mark Levin, Judge Jeanine, Newt Gingrich is one. Laura Ingram, every one of them, every one of them called him a traitor. Newt Gingrich repeated it day after day, calling him a traitor. Tom Homan was the, uh, ice, uh, director under Donald Trump. And I love it when Tom Homan speaks about the border. He means business. And he was asked if Trump got reelected, would he go back and help?
2: I promise President Trump, when he announces that he goes back, I go back, and I'm going to run the biggest deportation operation this country's ever seen because these millions of people being released in this country. Nine out of ten will get an order removal based on immigration court data. A judge order them removed. We're going to find them, and we're going to remove them. There's no consequence. We can't fix the border. We're going to have, we're going to have a consequence in the Trump administration.
0: I love hearing that. That's like words of wisdom, isn't it? Don't you love that? That's like your mom telling you you can have an ice cream cone when you're a little kid. He's going to deport these SOBs. And that's exactly what we should do. And he's, they're going to hunt them down. That's going to be hard to trace them probably, but you'll get close. You'll get a lot of them. Because they'll hear from people in the communities. Hey, I got 20 of them over here. And the other problem with these illegals, they brag about it. They brag about it. Trump, are you going to stop illegals from getting benefits if you're reelected?
6: On day one of my new administration, we will shut down this travesty and defend the wealth of hardworking middle class families. I will stop the outrageous abuse of parole authority. I will reinstate my action making illegals ineligible for public housing. We will terminate all work permits for illegal aliens, and I will demand that Congress send me a bill blocking any future president from abusing his power to distribute welfare benefits in this manner. It's all being paid for by the American taxpayer. Like automatic citizenship for children of illegal aliens, welfare is a gigantic magnet, drawing people from all over the world They want to come to the United States. They want to feast off the sweat and savings of the American taxpayer. It's not fair. It's not just. We're not going to let it happen. I will end it all immediately.
0: Carpe diem, Mr. President. These illegals are eating away at people's Social Security benefits with their welfare checks that they're getting. How can that even be allowed? How can anyone think that's okay? Well it's not, it's all it's all done in order to get votes. That's how Biden operates. He doesn't care who gets hurt in the process, he doesn't care what happens to American citizens, he never has. He makes it clear that he doesn't care by siphoning off your Social Security benefits. Because that's what's going to pay for this. Sooner or later Social Security is going to go broke, thanks to the Liberals. And that's what people like Matt Gates is trying to stop. Trying hard to stop. President Trump, do you have any more good news for us when you're president?
6: And incredibly that I even have to say this because it's so ridiculous that it could even be a subject. I will keep men out of women's sports.
0: <laughs> I agree with him. It is absolutely incredible that he would even have to address that, isn't it? It's incredible. Hello, Ryan. How are you this morning?
7: Kevin, good morning, boss. How are you? I'm doing well. So you're talking about the uh, uh, this just obviously just total bullshit with the money that we just keep – I call it funny money, right? We just, we just keep printing this funny money uh, and sending it to all these different countries. Um, and then we print it, and as you just said, we give it to these illegal uh, immigrants that come over here. And I think to myself, I'm 43 years old, King. Um, I don't in any way, shape or form plan on Social Security being a part of my life. Um, I don't know if it'll even be available by then because of this type of wasteful spending that we continue to do. But I think to myself, how bad is it going to be? And I'm blessed. I'm I'm lucky. But how many people are out there are not going to be lucky and are going to possibly have to rely on that to survive? And those people are being looked at by, by this administration as, you know, piss off we've got Jose and, and Eduardo coming over that we need to take care of them first.
0: Yeah. If, if people are going to depend and I don't know that too many people depend on social security as their main source of income, because there just isn't enough with the way the inflation and the cost of living is now, they're just not enough. You know, if you, if you do great, you're going to, you're going to get three grand a month, maybe yeah. a little more, but not, not much more. And so yep. um, that's not going to go very far uh, in this economy and in this day and age, but it really supplements people's way of living and it helps them survive. And, and and Biden doesn't care. He doesn't care if that goes broke as long as his ra- illegals get their money.
7: Yeah and, you can, yeah, and and don't get me wrong. I in no way, shape, or form think people are going to get Social Security and that means they're taking lavish trips and, oh, and whatnot. Not. But, but it can be the difference, as you said, between them getting, you know, a little more break with groceries or, you know, paying that car payment or whatever it might be. Um, I also think, you know, this is not chump change. We just keep doing this, billions and billions and billions, and then nobody wants to talk about how you know price of groceries are still up
0: All and they're not coming down. Now, people have to realize <laughs> th- this raise in prices. That's not going to change. It's no. going to stay there.
7: Yeah, and I, you know, again, I, my wife and I we we do a weekly grocery uh, uh, trip like everybody else. Yeah, you know, King, I think I paid seven bucks for eggs the other day. Can you believe that? I don't even
0: look. It's so disheartening. It just makes you angry. I just go buy what I need, and what I need is what I need. But if you look at the prices, you'll just want to hang yourself, or you want to kill somebody, namely Biden. But it, yeah, it, the, the, Biden has succeeded in doing one thing, driving prices high to the point where they'll stay. You, you, you'll never see that kind of stuff come down. Now, you might see gas prices come down because of Trump, because he's going to drill. But that that's not eggs, and that's not – hamburger, and that's not everything else that people need to eat uh, or want to eat. If the, I'd hardly consider eggs and hamburger a luxury.
7: And imagine the people that he claims to love the most. These Demo- and not, not, not just creepy, Joe, but all these Democrats. They claim that they love the minorities. Oh, we're going to do all this stuff for the for the black community and the underprivileged. Well, you're actually screwing them over more, and they're too deaf, dumb, and blind to see it. Because every time that dollar goes up, they're the ones that – they think, oh, well, Biden's going to give me a handout. Well, you know what? The price of groceries and rent and all that stuff is going to continue to go up. So while he thinks he's pandering, well, he is pandering to them, and they love it. They eat it up. He's screwing them over the most.
0: Absolutely. He's so, always targeted minorities. It's amazing they don't get it, and they'll still turn out and vote for him. If I'm, I'm going to watch the Jewish vote in 2024. If the Jews vote for a Democrat, uh, people shouldn't even consider Jewish people as anywhere near their moral equivalent or their intelligence equivalent because that's that will render on. the jews just hopeless might as well just great move on. out there.
7: yeah that's a great call i never thought of that that's fantastic so hey uh i'm gonna sit here and listen from the office today buddy great show all
0: right thank you ryan appreciate the call yeah i don't i don't get the minorities anymore i don't get the jewish bloc voting democrat anymore i don't get any of it none of it makes a lick of sense and It is what it is, but we'll keep an eye on it, though, that's for sure. But the the liberals are so desperate now, they know they're stuck with Biden, and that's why I keep saying, well, pretty soon it's going to be Mikey Obama. Julie Pace from the Associated Press was on with Stephanopoulos over the weekend. And this is the prevailing feeling, especially after they saw that New York Times poll giving Trump a landslide in the swing states.
7: I think the problem that Democrats have is they don't know who that Democrat would be right now. I don't think that uh, people look at Kamala Harris and feel like she is ready to take that step forward. They look across the rest of the party, governors, senators, uh, mayors, house members, and they're struggling to figure out who they could put up if it's not Joe Biden. And so I think the reality is Democrats are probably going to run Joe Biden.
0: Yes, they are. Yes, they are. According to conventional wisdom, she's discounting. Not even thinking about Obama's Michelle Obama, Mikey Obama, whatever it is. I'm telling you that's how it's going to come down. I don't think there's any doubt. There just isn't. Our director of research tells us the grocery prices are still up 23%. They keep talking about inflation coming down. Well, grocery prices 23%. I'm going to watch and see where they are when Biden is out of office. Because they're not coming down that's that's also a statement on the corporate america the uh, food stamp program of course the department of agriculture administers that they claim they're proud to be distributing the greatest amount of free meals and food stamps ever 46 million people <laughs> now that's a handout And that same government, the National Park Service branch this time, they're administered by the U.S. Department of Interior, they tell us, please don't feed the animals in the nation's parks, right? Now, what's their stated purpose for not feeding the animals? Altogether now, class. Because the animals will grow dependent on handouts and won't learn to take care of themselves. The hypocrisy and the irony is lost on all liberals, I promise you. Promise you. We continue to hear the the driving nonsense of the Biden people about climate change. Now it's kind of funny. The Washington Post over the weekend failed to highlight that tens of thousands of Hamas supporters were demonstrating in DC. Instead, their front page, front page of the Washington Post. Carried an article about our real threat, of course, climate change, that Biden really believes is the real threat, or doesn't really believe it. Ron Johnson, the senator from Wisconsin, how many, how many scientists say bullshit?
4: There are 1,600 scientists from around the world that just joined in declaration, with, led by two Nobel laureates, that said we are, we are not in a climate emergency that all this climate change alarmism is based on bad science, completely ignoring the impact of clouds to basically be a heat sink. Uh, again, I, the climate has always changed, always will. I'm not alarmist, I'm not in denial, but we've spent over $5 trillion globally on climate change we haven't moved the needle according to climate alarmists. I mean, how much more are we going to waste these windmills? According to an earlier report on your network, are killing the whales. Yeah. Again, this this whole climate change agenda is driven toward. Control over our lives. It's economically destructive. It's why we are experiencing inflation and high energy prices. But that's all this president is focused on. And again, he's oblivious to the real harms his policies are causing. I go through the litany again. Open borders, high fuel prices, 40 year high inflation, emboldening our enemies. This president is destroying this country. Radical leftism, climate change alarmism, you know, our miserably failed response to the pandemic. These are all designed to create a state of fear so that the globalists can control our our lives. We have to say stop.
0: Stop and stop now. And that is what we have to say. But we have to say it. And I've been saying that all along. We, the people. Because if we don't, it doesn't get stopped. If we don't, it will continue. Now, I always get a kick when I see this little... Nerd, Adam Kinzinger. I've never – you talk about a short man syndrome problem. He's this little bitty jerk who who – he's a sawed-off runt, actually, who thinks he's a badass, who thinks I speak to power. Uh, yeah. I speak truth to power. Uh, yeah. You do? You think anybody's intimidated by you, Kinzinger? No one is. So now he's written a book. He gets basically fired from his job in Congress – Trump destroys his career, and now he's written a book like anyone cares what Adam Kinzinger thinks. Dude, you were like a one-term congressman. That's like a two-year term. You turned on the Republican Party. That's all you did. You didn't achieve anything. What did this guy ever achieve? The answer would be nothing. But he's written a book, and he knows that he's arrogant to have written a book
7: it's funny when people said you're writing a book about yourself feels like inherently arrogant they're right it does but i realized that my story actually tells the broader story which is like what's happened to the gop some of the challenges in their bigger challenges of the country and so i just want people to be able to look back and say like you know look a lot of us didn't see some of this coming we saw some parts of this you know coming but we're in real trouble and we need some help and here's how we got there so i think that's a Really the big motivation behind writing it, because I just think, you know, particularly the Republican Party is a very is in a very unhealthy place at the moment.
0: Well, we're supposed to take our cues from him. The Republican Party is in a very unhealthy place. The Republican Party right now is the only possibility for saving this country. And yet this clown is so illiterate, he thinks the Republican Party needs help. People like you need help. Kinzinger needs mental help. He is deranged. A, he's got Trump derangement syndrome, but B, his arrogance is that of a sick person. He really believes he's some lone ranger riding in on a white horse and that he, Adam Kinzinger, will tell everybody what's wrong with the country. He says, my story reflects the GOP story. Your story, you don't have a story. What story are you telling You haven't served years and years in Congress so that you can tell us a story about what what you discovered in Washington, D.C. You're a newbie and you're an oldbie because you're out. You're finished. But I love these people who run out and write a book as if they are to be read. You are a nobody. You were always a nobody, but you decided to switch And go over to the enemy so that you could think you could become a somebody. And you could cry on TV during the January 6th hearings. Whoa! Two Adams crying Adam Schiff and Adam Kinzinger. You're in the same camp with Adam Schiff, buddy. That's you. That's your story. The GOP is in trouble and I need to point out what's wrong. Oh, okay. Because everybody, every Republican is going to go, hold on a minute. I better check my uh, thought process and my convictions because Adam Kinsinger thinks I might be out of touch. Wow. That's a whole different ballgame now if Adam Kinsinger thinks that. He's a little pompous ass is all he is, and he sits there doing one of these interviews with his a tie on, you know, and his sleeves rolled up like he's hard at work. I'm Adam Kinsinger. I'm cool and I'm hard at work. Listen to me please nobody will go write another book and you can call it everything I know and then when you open it up it's blank just like you are. I think John Daly the golfer gave us the best the best view of the honesty and integrity of Donald Trump versus the honesty, integrity and integrity of Democrats, namely Bill Clinton. Now, everybody who plays golf and everyone who follows golf knows it is still the gentleman's game where players call penalties on themselves. They do it on the professional tour. Bobby Jones, the great Bobby Jones, the only man who won the Grand Slam in one calendar year, called a penalty stroke on himself in the U.S. Open the year before he won the Grand Slam, and it cost him the title. And he had no regrets about it. People made him out to be a hero, but he said, why is anybody saying anything like that? i did what i was supposed to do it was a stupid penalty the ball moved before he hit it only golf would consider that a problem that somehow the player should be penalized when the wind blows your ball but that was the rule they've since changed it i believe and so it's a great test of your honesty and integrity when you play golf John Daly, the golfer, has played with both Donald Trump and Bill Clinton. And he discussed the two, even though Dan Patrick, who was having him as a guest on his show, did his best defense of Clinton and his best effort to condemn Donald Trump and turn him into some sort of dishonest golfer. Imagine, imagine this is what these liberal people in the media try to do.
7: Oh, yeah, I've played with Trump a few times. What's his game like? Yeah, it's a good yeah. Donald, he, he does? Yeah, he really does. He's he's a decent player. Now, a lot of people say the best stick in his bag is his pencil. Is that a true story? Well, that's Clinton's. Is that that's Bill? Bill's? Well, you would know that you from Arkansas. <laughs> Jesus. Seriously. So that's so. Mr. Mulligan right there. Well, what do you mean by that? He'll throw a ball down before he hits the first one. What are you it talking about? Like. Really? If he didn't like the shot, he'd just throw another one down and hit it. Did you ever call him on that? Oh, yeah, all the time. What yeah. What does he say? Well, you know, I'm just out here practicing. Well... <laughs> um, there's a, there's a range for that, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's part of the Arkansas cabal, though, right there. Yeah. So, okay, so who would you say would, Bill or or Donald, would be the one that you need to watch more on the golf course? Oh, Bill, of course, yeah. <laughs> right.
1: They don't call him slick, will
7: really. Donald no. will actually finish a hole.
1: Now, what are you talking? And
7: about? write a score down. Uh-huh. Bill will do what? Bill won't, he won't even, he'll finish, he won't even finish a hole and write a score down. And they'll see what? I, I got think that two. was a par. Well, you can't hit seven shots and say it's a
3: par.
0: Right? I mean, <laughs> you, know, you just can't do that. <laughs> oh,
7: yeah.
0: Carpe diem, John Daly. <laughs> you can't hit seven shots and say it's a par. Don, Don Van Zandt once wrote a book called First Off the Tee. I'd recommend it to anyone. And he played golf with a lot of the presidents. Some who are now deceased. And he wrote the book about his experiences. And Bill Clinton was the biggest cheater That he'd ever seen. And he said the same thing. He would take eight strokes and say, I I had a four on that hole. A four? Who are you kidding? But that's the difference in integrity. And Dan Patrick tried to get him to say that Donald Trump loves to cheat because his pencil was his best sticks. In In other words, he'll erase his score and write down whatever he wants. No, that's Bill Clinton. You got the wrong guy. Try as they might, Donald Trump is a great golfer, clearly from the testimony of professionals, he also doesn't cheat, unlike those people. You know who else doesn't cheat, but he plays by the rules. But he also knows how to get you the best deals around, and that's Jordan Krugman. Jordan Krugman never stops working for you as your health insurance guy. In fact, you can find him online at thehealthinsuranceguy.net. I called him, 314-602-4055. He's another one that's in that what-if-you-have-to-lose file by calling him. 314-602-4055. Now, I say he never stops working for you because he's a broker. So he can take your needs financially and combine them with your needs in your health insurance and then devise a plan strictly for your needs. He'll then take that to all of the insurance companies and get you the best deal and never charge you any broker fees for it. But he's not married to one insurance company. That's the beauty of being a broker. An open enrollment started November 1st, and it goes through January 15th. Good time to consider your health options. Now, you might think you have a great policy, and maybe you do, but why not find out? That's what I did. I thought I had the best, but when I called Jordan, I found out I did not, and he gave me a much better one. A bunch of low-cost, comprehensive alternatives out there for you. A lot of them I'll bet you're not aware of. I wasn't. He made me aware of them. Some have zero deductibles. Jordan's goal for you on your health insurance plan is to eliminate your out-of-pocket expenses. Remember I said eliminate, not reduce. Eliminate accidental injuries, hospitalizations, life-threatening illnesses. Imagine if you don't have any medical bills. You're diagnosed with cancer or a heart attack. Those medical bills run into the hundreds of thousands of dollars. Jordan's clients have had to pay nothing on those bills. He's licensed in 23 states, including Missouri and Illinois, and he'll do any appointment if you want virtually from your own home. Can't beat that. If you're a Medicare recipient, or you're about to be, you're 65 years old, it's right in your future, don't pay attention to all the literature you're getting from insurance companies. It's propaganda. It's also confusing. So call Jordan after you throw it away, and he'll explain Medicare supplements, Advantage plans, Part D drug plans. He'll make it simple. Did you know that most Advantage plans, by the way, have a zero monthly premium? So if you're paying a monthly premium, you're in the wrong gig. Call Jordan today. Don't forget, pre-existing conditions can be covered under Medicare. They like to tell you they can't be, but they can. And a lot of extras like gym memberships, transportation services, and hearing aids. Call Jordan Krugman today. He's my health insurance agent. 314-602-4055. Jordan Krugman, right now. Or you can go online at the the net. That's Jordan Krugman. Hey, good friends at Monster Energy Drink know it's Monday. They want to give you a big pump for the week. That means a can of Monster Energy Drink. I already had mine this morning. The Zero Ultra, no sugar, 10 calories. I've already got that focus, that push, that boost of energy that I need to get me going for the week. Because at Monster, they do it differently. It's not just a drink, it's a lifestyle in a can. And that lifestyle can come to you. All their sporting events that they sponsor. They might bring a a band, one of your favorite bands, to your hometown. When they do, they make it an event. Parties are around the event. It is nothing but fun. And that's the relentless pursuit of victory that Monster pursues. They want you to bring out your best, be at your best, be at the top of your game. That's why it's the most badass energy drink on the planet. Monster energy drink. Unleash the beast in you today with Monster Energy Drink. All right, our phone lines are open, 636-348-4460. And we'll get to more calls when we return.
3: people say we don't need this war but I say there's something worth fighting for what about our freedom and this piece of ground we didn't get to keep them by backing down they say we don't Start you preaching. anger it's what the experts say it was up to me I go it every day I'll say this country is just out of looking for a fight well after 9 11 man I-
0: back in. Kevin Slayton with you on a Monday morning. Glad you're along for the ride in the Monster Energy Drink. STL-Cars.com Window World King's Court. Our good friends at STL-Cars.com had another banner weekend. People are flocking to them. Folks, if you don't want to waste your weekend, your beautiful fall weekend Saturday, going from dealership to dealership looking for a car, trying to work out a deal, like some people have said to me, six hours it took them and they finally get a car. Just go to stl-cars.com. Who needs that pain in the butt? Go to stl-cars.com, and here's how long it'll take you to get your car. As long as it takes you to decide you like one of the over 1,000 vehicles on their website. So as soon as you find one you like, stop what you're doing. Call 314-626-3251. 314-626-3251. Ask for Don. You can text him if you want. Call or text. Tell him, here's the one I want. Here's what I want to pay for it. And then he'll take it from there. It's a locally owned and operated company. They're in Ellisville, right off Manchester. And if you go through the website and in the inventory there, you don't quite want something there, call him and tell him what you do want or text him. Here's what I want, Don. And he'll go get it for you. He has a vast inventory all over the country where he finds these vehicles for you. He did it for me. I've purchased three different ones from him through the years. And the last one came from Tennessee. My son just got an SUV delivered from Alabama. 314-626-3251. Call or text and ask for Don. Don't make the car buying experience feel like you're going to the dentist or you're going to a Cardinal baseball game. Don't make it for, or listening to Eli Drinkwitz at a news conference. It doesn't have to be that way. Just simply call or text Don and you'll be happy that you did. That I do promise you. Our phone lines are open for you. 636-348-4460s, 348 What do you think of that poll that the New York Times took that tells us that Donald Trump is running away with the election in all of the swing states? That means that the liberals are going to ramp up their cheating. They're going to ramp up their illegal pursuit of President Trump. That's going to happen. There's no question about that. And all of their lies, you know, the... the the so liberals always tell you this, whenever guns are brought up, they always say, oh, I don't know of any story where a good guy with a gun uh, did anything good and stopped somebody, blah, blah, blah. Well, it just happened this weekend at a Philadelphia pizza shop. George's Pizza, it's Oxford Avenue if you're familiar with Philly, about 8 p.m. There was a gun battle, and the employees shot both robbers. Killed one of them. There's two guys trying to knock off a pizza shop, and the owner opened fire, killed one of them, wounded the other one, shot multiple times in the head and the upper body one of them. He was dead. The second one took off running. I bet you did. And they didn't get away with any pizzas. And no one besides the robbers were injured. Beautiful. Absolutely Beautiful. The guy was shooting at the pizza owner. Now you watch and see what the liberals try to do in Philadelphia. First of all, they won't arrest the guy who fled. That's probably a certainty. But they'll probably arrest the guy who shot the the first robber. So I guess you picked the wrong pizza shop, didn't you, you tough guys? You go in there with your guns to rob a pizza owner. And you went barking up the wrong tree. Because he shot back. That's a big oopsie, isn't it? The lies they told us about the vaccination and how it was so good for you, right? A survey was taken, and almost 25% of Americans believe someone they know died, died from the vaccine. Not got sick, died. That's 25% according to the Rasmussen poll. That's a lot. I mean, that is a whole lot, right? A twenty-five percent. Cleo's up. Good morning, Cleo. How are you today?
2: Well, really good, especially good listening to this show today. You got a lot of positive things coming out.
0: Well, I thank you. I appreciate that. A lot of stuff. A lot of good stuff in the polling that we n- normally don't. Uh, don't pay too much attention to because we know it's liberally skewed. But I've always said when it goes in favor of the Republican, that means it's ten times what it says.
2: Yeah, that was my first comment. Even New York Times is saying is saying Biden's a big loser.
0: Yeah,
2: I mean the,
0: the New York Times that hate they hate Trump.
2: Yeah, I mean you know they skewing their polls, but they can't find enough skewing to do.
0: Yeah, they got they have more skewing to do.
2: Yeah. <laughs> And, and and Gates was right. You, know, you and I said the same thing. It might take a little while, but we're going to get a good man in there, and that's what they got.
0: That's exactly what they got, finally. And, and and we said it at the at the time. We said Gates was a hero, and he was a hero because he stood up to all of these pompous asses like Newt Gingrich. I normally like Newt Gingrich, but he was so wrong on this, it wasn't even close.
2: Wasn't even close. And, and this pronouncement of... of, of uh, Mr. Trump is going to get the illegals deported, man. This is this is a winning issue you know, on a political tour, man. That's a, a winning issue.
0: Yeah, and uh, Tom Homan, who says he'll come back as his director of ICE, and he will immediately embark on the largest deportation efforts in the history of America. That's beautiful. I love They're going to hunt him down. And that's <laughs> what you it, have man. to finally so – they're, they're talking and they're saying things that we, all of us believe.
2: Exactly, man. It, it really warms the cockles of my heart. I feel like it's too early to take a drink, but I feel like taking a drink.
0: Take one. I'm giving you the blessing. It's Monday. It's worth a drink. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. Yeah. And I tell you, the state of society, well, you know, uh, I watched a film the other day. It's called Experiment in Terror. It showed scene, crowd scenes of uh, giants Dodger game in 1962, Okay. Lots of crowd scenes. The wholesomeness of the people in Frisco would amaze you. You know, the clean-cut look of people, you know, they don't have that criminal look like they do nowadays if you went through a crowd. Right. I, I mean, I'm talking about – I'm not just talking about white people. I'm talking about black people as well.
0: Cri- mean, criminals I mean, are, are easy to spot nowadays, and the reason is because they're brazen because they don't have to hide. They know that they won't get arrested. They won't get prosecuted. But people like Owen Schroyer – Will, we just got this word from our director of research from Jack Posobiak, a reporter, that the federal government is now planning to throw Owen Troyer in solitary for a full month. Oh man. I mean, these people are sick. They, they want to change you so fundamentally, mentally and emotionally that you'll never speak out against them again.
2: Ever. You know, that, you know, that, he's a normal guy, Owen Troyer. He could be like you and me. He
0: He is like you and me. I know him well. I've known him for a long time. I've helped teach him in this business.
2: Yeah, he's been on the air. I appreciate the guy. You've had him on, haven't you?
0: I sure have. Yeah. And I've been on his show. I'm sure I'm a marked man being on his show as well. I don't yeah, care. You better
2: be, I, I've been telling you for a long time, you better, be, you better watch your back, Kevin.
0: Yeah, I know. And believe me, I do know it. I accept it. Because, that, because that's gonna, the way they are. You never would have thought that in America, but, but I understand it now.
2: Christopher Ray is going to come here personally and look in your window.
0: God, that would be more frightening than a monster
2: and anyway with this movie i'm telling you by now i'll, I'll finish off with this it, it really is a contrast of the, of the wholesomeness of the people in that film contrasted now to frisco which is the excrement capital of america
0: <laughs> what is the name of the film
2: experiment in terror
0: experiment in terror
2: yeah glenn ford is in it and uh and I, f- I forget the other lady. So it, it's Martin an older
0: is. movie. Did you where did you see it on the on the the Turner Classic Movies?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's I haven't never seen. It. I thought I saw all the old movies, but it's pretty good. I have and to Lee check Remick, that one out. Lee, Lee Remick and Glenn Ford.
0: I love Glenn Ford. He was spectacular in the he's, original Ransom. And the, yeah, court, was, the courtship of Eddie's father, the original movie.
2: He was he was a great actor. It, it, it was great in Gilda with Rita Hayward.
0: Yeah, he's he's spectacular. And Lee Remick, I like her too.
2: Yeah, there's some stuff coming out now on Glenn Ford from his ex-wife, Eleanor Powell. He was quite a mess-around guy, Glenn Well, Ford. I
0: think most of those guys were womanizers.
2: You know, he had that wholesome look, but he wasn't too wholesome.
0: Well, I say this about anyone who marries an actor or a guy who marries an actress. You get you get what you ask for. I mean, are you serious? Did you really think they were stay-at-home people? They're not. I mean, every time <laughs> they do a movie or anywhere they go in public, women throw themselves at the men and vice versa.
2: Right, yeah, I had that problem myself.
0: Do you? That must <laughs> no, be a nice problem to have. I haven't no, had that.
2: I, no, I'm just joking. You know me. I'm just joking. I know. <laughs> but it, but oh,
0: it
4: would I be
2: a nice problem for you. A lot of happy stuff today. A lot of happy stuff. I'm 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 I'm, I'm getting in a positive mood for a change. I was thought our country was done, but maybe not.
0: No, it's a good, good, good reason to think positively. If if this poll is accurate and you know, it, it, it's probably not accurate. It's probably a lot more in Trump's favor since it is a, uh, a Democratic poll, uh, which they all are, and it gives Trump a landslide victory in five of the six swing states.
2: I mean, you got to figure a squad of Democrats is going to march up to Biden and tell him to, to cut loose,
0: man, get out of here. Mikey you Obama, watch gonna and see. Happen. It's going to be Mikey. It might happen.
2: I think it's going to be Governor Grease, Paul, though.
0: I don't think there's a po- any possibility they can replace him with a white guy. <laughs>
2: all right, all right Cleo. On,
0: great stuff thank you
2: thank you bye
0: take care now all right folks that's going to wrap us up on a monday we apologize for these charter caused technical issues but we'll put the uh podcast up in three parts because that's what we had to do we had to restart it two different times and we'll put it up that way and then uh, you'll have it on our website kevinslaytonshow.com on spotify amazon apple google any place you listen to podcasts don't forget, we'll have the Monster Energy Drink STL Cars.com Sports Show on 590 The Fan at noon today. 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Love you, Mom. Love you, Dad. Love you, Maureen. So long, everybody. <laughs>